Welcome to Deep Impact Investing with Kimberly Griego-Kyle from Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. In this podcast, we talk about sustainable investing and how your portfolio reflects your values. Do your investments seek accountability from corporations that govern more and more of our society and even the lives we lead? Listen in as we explore the question, are you investing like you give a damn? Hello and welcome to Deep Impact Investing with Kimberly Grego Kyle and Johan Clausen from Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. Kim and Johan, how are you guys? I'm great. I'm doing real well. Yeah. Johan, it's been a little while. I'm glad you're back. Has it? Oh, okay. Well, you know, from the podcast, I'm sure Kim saw you yesterday, but I, I didn't. So uh, no, not yesterday, but you know, I see him periodically. Yeah. yeah. We're hardly ever in the office at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know that you guys are, are working hard for your clients and you're doing a lot of things. And I hear there's a lot of changes happening within the office that are very, very positive. So much going on here. And we have a lot to share with our listeners, nice. with our clients. Big and things happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. We'll share with stuff. you too, Eric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. What are you guys doing? Well, the first thing that's very exciting and we want to share with clients is that we are officially, as of March 25th, SEC registered, Woo-hoo. which is a big deal. It means we're a grown-up company. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, well, what that actually means is that we cross that barrier of $100 million in assets under mm. management. Uh, we, we shot past that barrier, actually. Yeah, <laughs> so, really nice. fast yeah. Uh, last fall. So Right. But Good. it took us a little while to get the paperwork together and to get everything filed and so on. So it, it took us until March. But yeah. Well, and we're very excited about that because the SEC considers that to be a large size company. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're pretty proud of that. Yeah. It means that instead of being registered with all the different states individually, that we can just, just be registered with the SEC, you know, a one-stop shop. Oh, nice. Um, and it, it means that we won't have the state folks coming around to in, inspect our offices every couple of years, um, but instead we will get visits from the SEC. But, you know, it, it cuts down somewhat on the paperwork. It won't actually make a, a difference to the to our clients or the way we serve them or anything like that. But it's it's exciting for us. No, it does save a little bit of work for me because now I won't get audited from Colorado and California and New Mexico. I'll, mm, right. I'll, I'll just have to do the work with the SEC, which we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, but we're really proud of that fact. Yeah, yeah nice. As cheesy as it sounds, and I'm going to be the one to say it. Uh, you guys have always had a very small town feel to your company. Um, you're yeah. very personable. You're very connected with your community. So I, I know, and I want the listeners to understand, it doesn't matter how big you get. Um, you're always going to have that very, very personal small town feel service-wise to your clients. So I, I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> you owe me a soda. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a glass of wine later. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, yeah, it does sound better, doesn't it? Um, yeah, we are definitely, I think, have a small town feel because we have, a, I think, a close connection with most of our clients and we want to keep that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. That was the, that was the first thing. And I'm going to let Johan talk about the next change or I wouldn't call it a change. It's, it's kind of an exciting addition. This time of year, well, a month or so ago, is the time of year where Johan does his major rebalance of client portfolios and additions or subtractions. And he's added some very, very exciting 
exchange traded funds, ETFs, and mm-hmm. he's going to tell you all about it. We've had clients asking us about them simply because of the names. Right. And he's going to tell you all about this. Yeah. So at the beginning of every year, you know, at the end of every year, I should say, a bunch of the mutual funds and exchange traded funds that we have our clients invested in, they make year end distributions of their profits, some of their profits they have to distribute to the clients. And so our client accounts end up with a little bit of excess cash at the end of the year. So at the beginning of every new year, I sit down and look at what new things have come available, what things, you know, what mutual funds or ETFs have been significantly underperforming, you know, just to see if there's any changes that we need to make. In the last year or so, there have been a couple of, well, there were a couple of big changes um, to the portfolios in in a couple of the uh, PAX World impacts uh, mutual funds. They shifted one of their funds um, from a a dividend-oriented large-cap fund. They made it into a global sustainable infrastructure fund. So that's cool. We love that, um, but we have to to change the way we use that fund in the portfolio. So we sold a little bit of it here and bought a little bit of it over there. But the additions that we've made, um, we we as Kim said, we added these two new exchange traded funds. Um, one of them is uh, the ticker is HKND Humankind. Uh, I love the name. The Humankind Fund. It's really exciting. It's really interesting. It's a brand new portfolio. It's a, I, I had a conversation yesterday with the portfolio manager and the CEO of the company. Their focus is on social cooperation and human flourishing. Hmm. Um, How exactly are we going to define this? I want to know. Well, they've got uh, a whole series, a whole slew of um, value, human value uh, criteria that they use. Um, they're really, really interesting. They want to talk about human health and they want to talk about social cooperation and flourishing. So they're focused on, I mean, they do environmental justice stuff. They do, uh, they do a lot of actually, um, uh, medical development stuff. Um, so there's some pharmaceutical companies in there too, but some, especially medical devices, that's one of the big things that they focus on. But Things it's, to improve uh, human excuse me. health, in other words. Yeah, human health uh, on an individual level, but also on a social level and on a global level. So they're very concerned with uh, trying to find companies that have uh, minimal impact on or, or positive impact on global warming. They're trying to find folks, uh, companies that have community strengthening um, impacts. Um, things like that. I, I really like the idea that they're focused on human flourishing just because from a philosophical standpoint, I'll wax philosophical momentarily here. Um, what, you? Me? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I, I tend to be, when I think about what makes it actions right or wrong or what makes for, my, my moral values tend to be focused around virtues, you know, shooting for the ideals. Um, and so one of the key things that comes out of reading Aristotle for me is his focus on the notion of human flourishing. Um, and, and that's sort of the foundation of his ethical uh, criteria. So to have this fund be specifically focused on the concept of human flourishing, I'm like, oh, okay, I totally get that. I, I, I'm all over that. <laughs> so so that think- one's really cool. That's a, that's a U.S. Uh, focused fund. It's not, you know, it doesn't do, uh, does very little in the way of outside of the U.S., but it's almost a thousand stocks 
inside this this fund. So it's a great way to get good diversification. Is that mainly large cap focused, or is it an all cap fund? It, it's all cap. So it's a, yeah, it's a thousand stocks. Um, so it it covers the waterfront. And it goes all the way down into the very small companies. It's very exciting. It's, it's really cool. I like that one. The other one, uh, the other cool one that we've added to the portfolios recently is um, Adesina Social Capitals, all cap global ETF, JSTC, the Social Justice ETF. Um, and that one's really neat. That's our, our friends, um, Rachel Robiscotti and um, Maya Philipson, uh, Adesina Social Capital. The, the Adesina Social Justice um, portfolio uh, focuses on five different uh, justice-oriented criteria, right? So they've got racial justice, gender justice, climate justice, economic justice generally, um, and movement-aligned. So movement-aligned criteria, let's see, it says, takes direction from a variety of causes that advance social equity and the welfare of people on the planet. So. Hmm. I'm not sure what exactly they mean by that last piece, which would be interesting to know, but this really looks at a lot of the things we've been talking about for really a year now around all of the social justice issues that we've seen in our society. Yeah, exactly. The The movement aligned things, uh, it, you know, it, it's, I think that's their sort of catch-all mm -hmm. criterion for our comprehensive social screens. That's you know, what I was wondering. It, makes, it helps them to keep uh, uh, a sale of weapons or firearms, tobacco, alcohol, and so on non-medical animal testing, that kind of thing. In other words, that will would include our general core social issues, including exactly. climate change and mm -hmm. um, great. Okay. So it's not just a social justice only. It will encompass all of the other uh, environmental screens that we would normally see. Yeah, So exactly. clients don't have to be worried that it's only a one-stop shop. Right, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It's not a one-trick pony. It, it, it really covers everything for us. So, yeah, so they have the core... Um, social criteria that we expect in a SRI ESG mutual fund, but they also have this specific focus on race, gender, and economic and climate uh, justice. So it's a really interesting portfolio. And, and um, we've had some great conversations over the last year or so with uh, Rachel in particular. I don't think I've talked to Maya. No, I haven't either. But uh, I, yeah. But at any rate, we've, we've, one of the neat things about our corner of the industry, the SRI industry, is that the portfolio the portfolios are small, uh, it's a small um, community, um, and we know each other. And so we can call each other up and say, hey, what's going on? What, what, what is happening in your portfolio management process? How is this working? What are you doing about this issue? What, how do you address that issue? Um, right. And it's a very tight-knit community. Yeah. Where in, in the sort of broader investment community, you couldn't call up a, one of the portfolio managers of Vanguard or whatever and expect them to answer your phone call, uh, much less give you the kind of in-depth insight that these folks uh, are usually happy to do. Right, which is, it, it's an excellent um, community to be a part of. And that's something yeah. I do like. One of the things that I was just thinking in terms of these funds, it sparked a lot of conversation as well with our clients since you've made these changes. Mm -hmm. As I've talked with a number of them, just the the initials that they're seeing, they're getting a gist of what the what these ETFs are, and they say, "Hey, what what's this new fund? Mm -hmm. uh, tell me about it." And they're very excited to see what's happening in their portfolios. Well, good. So I like that. 
I, lo- I love getting that kind of feedback too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is good. And, and, you know, we really wish that we would hear more from our clients about how, what they see in their portfolio and what they think about it, just because it's good to know. And, and you know, we, we would rather hear from folks about, oh, I see this in my portfolio and I'm not exactly happy about that. Right. We'd rather hear that rather than have them, um, you know, fire us (laughs) for not doing what they wanted us to do. Right. Um, Right. So it's nice when they get excited, which um, brings me to the next piece that we're adding to what we're doing for our clients that we'll start seeing later this year. And that's a new software process that we will be able to share with our clients that gives a really deep dive into what is exactly in their portfolios in terms of shareholder screening or um, asset screening. Right. So I'm trying to think of how you really describe this on a podcast. But what we'll be able to do is enter every stock they have, every mutual fund they might have, and we'll be able to tell them how it compares to an industry benchmark, whether it's the S&P or another benchmark that we we want to show them and say, your portfolio has, for example, 50%, 57% less toxic air pollution than the standard benchmark. Mm-hmm. Um, or this portfolio has um, reduced the number of cases of asthma in the United States by 14. Or, right. Yeah. Or um, has saved the lives of 1,050 chickens compared <laughs> to the standard portfolio mm-hmm. or reduced uh, plastic going into the ocean by 8000 pounds or you know, whatever. So there's there's some really nice concrete ways to look at the impact that your portfolio is having that we'll be able to the analytical engine behind this is really cool. The the database that these guys have put together right. is um astounding in its detail and its depth. Um and so I'm really excited to be able to do some front end work on this to be able to say, Absolutely. okay, how, what can I do with our portfolios to, uh, to improve their scores, you know, to make it from, to go from 8,000 pounds of plastic to 12. <laughs> right. You know. It's kind of exciting for us to put our portfolios in and go, oh, that's not as good as I'd like it to be. Right. Maybe we can tweak it a bit, um, you know, and how can we increase the, the, uh, deforestation, um, you know, that score, yeah. score and, you know, how can we change this score and hmm, what can we do there? Or we can take a client who's come to us and said, this is the current portfolio I have and how can I green it? Ah, I can show you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, this is where you have problems. And it's interesting because we really start with a questionnaire that with, with each individual client that asks them some odd questions like how many times a week do you eat meat? Um, what are some mm-hmm. of those other questions I'm trying to remember? They were, they were some strange questions and I thought, how is this going to get me to my, my personal values? But it really did. And it talks about, uh, labor and climate change and pollution and women the, on corporate boards, right? The gender inequality and the racial inequality. And it synthesized it down into some core areas that were important to me. And I went, yep, those are the areas that are very important to me. And then I could take a really deep look at my portfolio. The other thing it really does is it pulls out each of the mutual funds and says, this is the shareholder advocacy that this particular fund participated in over this last year. Mm -hmm. So we're really giving our clients all of the data that they want to know. What's the social impact 
that I'm having. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's been hard to quantify that right. for quite a while. And clients want to know that. So now we get to tell them. And yeah. that's exciting. I'm super excited about that. So, <laughs> and yeah. It appeals to the geeky sides of both of us, I think. It yeah. does. But I have so many clients who've asked me that. What's my real social impact? And I haven't been able to give them any type of quantifying numbers or data. And now I feel like I can give them something concrete, mm -hmm. whether it's on an individualized basis or a portfolio basis, some some sort of data. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it would be great if we can. And I don't know if the software can do that. And maybe you know, Johan, or something we can ask. But if we can take all of our client portfolios and put it through this software and say to our clients in a massive way, this is what all of our clients are currently doing, reducing pollution by this. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's just a matter of, well, see, now I'm getting all geeky on it again. Right. There's a spreadsheet involved. <laughs> you and your spreadsheets. <laughs> But yeah, I, I can I can see how to do that, yeah, and to be able yeah. to say, hey, we corporately, you know, as an organization, all of our clients together, these are the impacts that we have had. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to be able to provide that data to clients. Write that down. Yep. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. We're going to do that. This is a project. This would be great. Um, and I'd love to send that out to everybody and say, this is this is what Horizons clients have done on all of their portfolios combined mm -hmm. and are doing. This is our social impact. I think that would be collectively great. collectively. Yeah. Yes. Okay. New project to add to the list of projects. So it's exciting. What yeah. else can we share with our clients? I don't know. So much happening here. That's most of the big stuff right there. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to talk about on portfolios? Yes, actually there, the, the one other thing that I wanted to talk about was um, the new, uh, custodian we're adding to our list. Right now, um, all, almost all of our client accounts are custodied, that is held by either Charles Schwab and company or Folio, um, Folio Investments, of the institutional branches of both of those. Um, but we've had, you know, people asking questions about, well, you know, Charles Schwab, the human being, um, has made some questionable political um, contributions over the last few years. Mm -hmm. um, and the folks at the, the, the folio, um, the company has been bought by Goldman Sachs and that Goldman Sachs has not the squeakiest of clean reputations uh, in the in the American society. So it's, there's almost, uh, it's, sorry to interrupt you, but there's almost no, well, there is no real perfect custodian no. out there. Just, it's difficult right. on those levels. But, but when we, you know, we have been looking for the last several years to try and find another custodian that we can work with that would provide us the same kind of services that Schwab and Folio are able to provide. Um, it, and over the last year, um, we spent a lot of time talking with a handful of, of those kinds of platform providers or custodians. And we found one uh, called Altruist, um, altruist.com, a relatively new entry to the, to the sphere, to the space. But um, they have some, it's a great name for a company in, it our, is. in our part of the, of the <laughs> in investment the, world. the impact world. And, and honestly, they don't really have anything to do with impact, but... Not necessarily. Right. I mean, they don't want to focus on that, but they are, you know, they're 
totally happy that we're coming in uh, to work with them. We haven't opened any accounts yet there, right. uh, there yet. Um, that's coming soon, though. I think we've got a couple of clients who really want to open accounts there. Absolutely. But one of the things that we're going to be able to do is host, you know, all of the same kinds of mutual funds and uh, community development notes and stuff. Plus, we're going to be able to start building the same kind of uh, manager, a separate account manager um, ecosystem uh, that we've had on the Folio platform for a long time. So that's that's all coming together this summer and maybe into this fall. We'll see how quickly some of those folks get their paperwork together. But we're going to be able to build the same kinds of structures with the same kinds of transaction, you know, actually lower some of our, uh, lower some of the costs that get passed on to the client. So, and be able to provide the same or better service. So we're pretty excited about that. Right. And and that gives us another option for, for those clients who would prefer not to be at Schwab or um, a Goldman Sachs entity. So right. we, yeah. we hope that will be available soon which we've been working on. You've been primarily working on for, for quite a while. Yeah. It's not the, a quick process. Know. No. Well, you know, we, we wanted to, I wanted to make sure that we did this right, that we got, that we made a good decision rather than a quick one. Absolutely. And some of the folks who were, one of the things that I noticed was that some of the folks who were trying really hard to sell me on something were folks that I'd ended up not wanting to work with after all. The the ones who were saying, we have to make a decision right away. Mm. Or, you know, that's so often the case though, right? Right. The, the people who are pushing to, you got to make a quick decision, are trying to talk you into something that's probably not the best idea after all. Yeah. <laughs> but at Which, any rate. Yeah, we don't but, usually do either. Again, we I have had, you know, some really good conversations with the CEO of, um, of Altruist, Jason Wink. And a couple of the other C-level folks, you know, their chief compliance officer, um, and a couple of others. And again, it's a small, uh, it's a small industry. It's a small corner of the space, and we're just hoping that this really takes off. Yeah, it should be great. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. And I think our purpose here for this particular podcast was really just to share the interesting options we have for our clients in terms of the ETFs, how we like to, you know, review those and offer those to clients. And of course, this really fascinating impact uh, strategy to reports, the, the yeah, new the, impact reports, right, the impact reports we'll be able to share with clients and, and where we want to go for our clients and, and how we, we review those processes, because we want to be an open book. Yeah. And uh, and do all transparency. Of that. Yeah, transparency is important. So that's what we wanted to share with everyone today. And uh, as always, if clients are interested in finding more, finding out more about our services, they can reach us at info at horizonssfs.com. And that email goes to both Johan and I if they have any questions, or they can call us on the phone, 505 982 9661. And they should reach either Johan or myself or Brianna, and uh, we'd be happy to help them in any way. Mm -hmm. This was fantastic. I love good news, right? Yeah, good yeah. news is great. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what the, the Horizons Sustainable Financial Services family does all together, that, that combination 
um, you know, the, the report that Johan is totally going to geek out on now to find out what your <laughs> overall impact is. I am so excited about that. I can't wait to, to hear those results. Um, hopefully we'll be able to share those on a future podcast as well. Yes. Uh, so guys, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having us, Eric, again, and thanks for joining us. I cannot wait to share this whole firm impact number. I don't know how long it'll take us to get it, but we'll definitely share it with you when we get it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Again, thank you guys. And of course, our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Deep Impact Investing Podcast with Kimberly Grego-Kyle and Johan Clausen. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Kim and Johan come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Horizons Sustainable Financial Services, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Deep Impact Investing Podcast, the sustainable, responsible impact investing podcast that shows you how to get your voice heard. It's time to start investing like you give a damn. To ask a question that we can answer on an upcoming podcast, email us at info at horizonssfs.com or join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash horizons sustainable financial services or give us a call at 505-982-9661. Don't forget to click the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes become available. The companies we may speak about during our podcast are not recommendations for investment only. You and your financial advisor can determine what the right investments are for you and your situation. Horizon Sustainable Financial Services, Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Registered with the SEC, Horizon Sustainable Financial Services, Inc. and its financial professionals do not render tax or legal advice. Please consult your tax and legal advisors regarding your personal circumstances. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the host and or guest and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.